right. Did it not go through? Or did we not recording? Uh, no. <laughs> That's That's the first time I've never not been recording. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Third Wheel, the show where we discuss things and then some person is the third wheel. This is definitely not the second time we are recording this because I definitely did not forget to start the recording for the podcast. Me too. Brandon and Grace, say hello. <laughs> I'm cool. very upsetty spaghetti right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up and I was just like, wait, why can't I mute myself? Oh, it's because I'm not recording. After <laughs> two minutes of my life, I will never get back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because <laughs> now I just have a clip of you telling Brandon to speak better, and that's really it. Anyways, Brandon was unanimously decided as the third wheel last week. We made fun of him. It was great. The third wheel of each episode gets to choose the topic for next week's episode in hopes that they do not become the third wheel again. We've never had a back-to-back, but I'm sure Brandon's going to be the first person to do that. It might be today. Speaking of which, Brandon, I don't think so. I, don't I think, think so. it's it's totally possible. What's your topic? I'm not denying that it's possible, but just saying it's because Brandon's not going to say it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm going to okay. cut in here really quickly it, and just it's... say, Brandon, stop talking. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll let Stephen explain, but essentially. Since some of you are very lazy and don't make it to the end of our podcast, we're going to explain how to be a guest at the beginning instead of the end of this time. Send an email. If you're on YouTube, it's in the About page. If you're anywhere else, it's in the description. Email us, put the thing, put third wheel, or relate it in the uh, header. Then just shoot me a message with a topic that you have in mind that we can discuss. And why you'd be a great addition to the show. We love the enthusiasm, Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making sure that I do it simple so I don't ramble on. (laughs) So yeah, email, find it. It should be there in the description. Put in the header. It's related to the podcast. Then just tell us why you want to be a part of it, why you want to do the episode, and, you know, what topic you have in mind. Then just send that email. I'll reply to you. And uh, there you go. That's that's how you become part of the third wheel for an episode. As a warning... We have the right to make fun of you all we want if you become a guest. Oh, absolutely. It's no holds bar. You can rat on us and we can rat on you, because we will rat on you. You'll become the new Brandon for a day. Brandon will get a break. I don't know. I I have room for both. (laughs) (laughs) He got instantly shut down. (laughs) Anyways, Mr. Brandon, your topic for the week. What is it? Uh, well, I'm going to say this the second time now. Uh, no, you're not. This is the first time we're <laughs> oh, talking about. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, well, since, you know, all of our episodes have been about us, I figured it'd be nice to get a new perspective, perhaps, uh, you know, unique or funny stories regarding things that have happened to our pets. Interesting. Yeah, okay, but you also know that in that, we are still attached to those stories, right? Don't worry, don't worry about it. Well, well I'll, I'm that, gonna tell you a story. His explanation doesn't and... make sense. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about stories that have happened, like, directly to your pet. And you will see what I mean when I tell my first story. Can't wait. Yeah, go Let's ahead and mansplain it. it to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Nope. All right. Sorry. 
All right, welcome getting started then. Um, so for my first story, um, I'm gonna lay out some context. Uh, I have a dog named Jackson. He is part lab, part black lab, part pit bull, and he's the sweetest thing ever. Uh, to human beings, not other animals, that he does not. I don't think that he's not familiar with. The sweetest thing ever. Then he also likes to third wheel. Like he, like <laughs> literally, ironic. But he will literally third wheel, and he will sit in between you and whoever you're sitting next to. Oh, so he doesn't third wheel. He gets nosy. <laughs> yeah, he, he inserts. He inserts himself in between two human beings that are He's sitting. He's a high on school the teacher at a dance. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, That's awesome. But- like I said, he's very friendly to other people, but if he does not, if it's not, like, another animal of the household, he, uh, is not particularly, uh, friendly to other animals. He's very protective, I guess I should say. Um, he sounds like an attention whore. Well, as a, I'm not gonna stop, I'm, I'm gonna keep <laughs> <laughs> Um, and... Um, so, this particular instance of what happened to Jackson, uh, lasted over the span of two months, and it happened when I, I was, uh, still younger, I was still, like, going, I've mentioned that my stepmom's mom has a ranch down in Petaluma, and it was when we were kind of regularly going there, so... Uh, this particular instance of what happened to Jackson lasted over two months, and uh, it happened when uh, uh, I mentioned before that my stepmom's mom has a ranch down in Petaluma, and it was when I was uh, it happened when I was still younger and going down there pretty regularly on my dad's weekends, like every other weekend. Um, so the story starts. Uh, um, as I've mentioned before, I did a lot of just kind of yard work stuff outside, uh, and, uh, with my dad and stuff, and Jackson during those times would, uh, just kind of roam about, kind of do his own thing, and, uh, what happened, uh, was my dad and I were just kind of working, and all of a sudden, uh, we just kind of see Jackson just kind of start staring at something, and he's just kind of slowly walking towards it. And in the distance, there's a, uh, there's an animal about the size of a cat. And, uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of roaming about. And obviously that, this gets Jackson's attention. And he, uh, he, uh, starts charging towards it. Like I said, uh, if he sees another animal, he, like, he's very protective, and he just, he he went at this thing. <laughs> and as he's charging towards it, uh, let's just say Jackson uh, was fairly young at this point. I want to say he was about one or two years old. Uh, he learned what a skunk was that day. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so, unfortunate. So, um, as he's charging at this skunk, he's thinking it's a cat. And, um, right as he's coming up on it, 
he sees the thing turn around about to spray him and you just see dirt start flying up as he's trying to stop himself and he just gets full on just sprayed at like direct hit like he just ran right into it <laughs> and it was so direct I felt so bad for him it was so direct that he came he like came walking back to us and he was whimpering so hard it was like you could <laughs> see like actual just tears going down his eye and you could just see how yellow his that face that sounds was. unhealthy dogs are physically incapable of crying <laughs> like he was just oh i felt so bad for him and so my dad you know takes him in the bath just kind of gets him clean up i forget what the he uh he quickly uh learned what the right stuff was used to get off the skunk spray smell because this was not the first time. Well, this this was the first time, but it was not the last time <laughs> this happened to poor Jackson. So that happened, and yeah, very traumatizing for him, I would imagine. So yeah, about two weeks pass, and we're we're back up at the ranch, and. And then and I are outside working again. And, uh, well, yeah, the skunk shows back up. And I would like to think this is the same skunk. I think it might have just been living on the ranch. I don't know, but it was wandering around again. And Jackson sees it. And, you know, I don't think he learned the first time. I think he thought it was the cat again because he starts charging at it. Except this time, he comes to his senses a lot more quickly and is starting trying to stop himself. You just see the dirt flying up from him trying to turn around. But the skunk still sprays him. And I think what was funny about it is that you could see the point in which he was trying to turn. Because this time, the skunk got his entire, like front like front side shoulder as he was trying like he still got sprayed pretty bad but he at least made an attempt he he at least realized very quickly that time that this was not a cat and so poor Dax is you know getting a bath again and yeah and skunk runs off two more weeks passed and we're back up the ranch working that stuff and yeah, the skunks, skunks wandering around again. <laughs> and Jackson, <laughs> I, I love Jackson, but he he sees it, starts running at it again. <laughs> oh. and, Your dog does not learn. <laughs> and the third time, you know, he, uh, he, uh, he learned. <laughs> He learned a little bit because this time it it was it was much. Um, he 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 was able to turn around one eighty at least, so the skunk sprayed the backside of it that time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so the out of these times that he's gotten sprayed, he's just progressively gotten better at avoiding it. Essentially, I mean, but, not really because he's that skunk is three for three. It doesn't matter <laughs> where he hit him. So just, <laughs> he he's, he uh, came to his senses much faster, but two more weeks passed. <laughs> oh my god. Or, or, or my dad and I are out working, and my step grandma had kind of like a smaller barn, 
on more like the uh, southern side of the ranch, and uh, my dad and I were more down there, and Jackson was out wandering around. And the skunk shows up again. And this time, the skunk is kind of wandering because the barn doors were open. And the skunk just kind of wandered in front of the two open doors. And as soon as my dad and I saw, we were, like, frantically looking for Jackson. And he's kind of far off. But he, he's just kind of far off laying down. And all of a sudden, you just see his eyes. And part of the reason why I want to believe that this was the same skunk every time is because you could just see it in Jackson's eyes. He just <laughs> was staring at it. His ears got... His ears are more normally like kind of just flopped down, but his ears actually, like, perked up. And you just see him slowly just kind of stand up <laughs> when he was laying down. Oh, my gosh. The whole time, making eye contact with the skunk. And the skunk's not, not doesn't even notice Jackson. He's doing his own thing. And Jackson, he just kind of slowly starts walking. Like, he's just kind of slowly tiptoeing. And my dad and I were starting to walk towards him just to see, just so we could catch him, but not, like, run at him for him to, like, freak out and try. But in, like, an instant, he starts charging. Except this time, the skunk does not notice him. Uh -oh. <laughs> he reaches the <laughs> like like I said, uh getting sprayed three times I think kinda left Jackson with this sense of uh vengeance because Jackson reached the squirrel and he clamped down on like like he just basically picked up the squirrel in his mouth. And imagine a dog uh spreading a two toy where he's taking the toy and just ragdolling the absolute shit out of it. Holy lord, <laughs> this is not the sweetest thing ever. He just committed an act of murder after three failed attempts. Oh my lord. The worst part, the worst part was as Jackson was shaking the living shit out of this squirrel. That's not the squirrel. The skunk. The skunk was spraying at this. Oh my god. I, I can't. I don't even know how to describe it, but it was just. There's just a lot of red, but just a cloud of just, I don't know, whatever it is. And. Um. Yeah, and by the time uh, that incident ended, that squirrel was uh, no longer breathing. So. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was really hard to put well, those pieces together, but yeah, I got that part. <laughs> so, yeah. long no. story short, my dog had a two-month-long just blood feud with a squirrel. Or not a squirrel. Why do I keep saying squirrel skunk? God. He had a two month long time out outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know about you, minus this last part of your story, but your dog was literally just a character from Looney Tunes. <laughs> just just uh, <laughs> trying to get on the protagonist just minding their own business and you know I think that I saw a pussy cat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just one of another just another Looney Tune <laughs> going around just being like this time I know exactly <laughs> what to do. Uh, 
didn't work. <laughs> that dog goes back inside while he's getting washed up. He's got his whole like blueprints and he's got <laughs> planning, <laughs> planning his next method of attack, only for yeah. it to fail yeah. once more. Yeah, was, like hmm. yeah. So he finally, he finally uh got his uh. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know if I could say revenge because he's the one who tried to attack it. He first, finally but... killed his victim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. during three yeah. failed attempts. Yeah. He, uh... oh, gosh. I swear though, he's he's a good boy. He's a good boy. I, um, but... I don't. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> a dog that's only nice to dogs. That is. That's only nice to humans. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't sound like the sweetest thing if he's, he's only or he's an only, animal. He's he's only killed one skunk. It's okay. Only. Only. That's like saying I've only killed one person. Works <laughs> 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 <Or> same way. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Grace, okay. how, Grace, how about you? What kind of what kind of pet story do you have? Weirdly enough, my pets aren't that weird, but uh. One of my favorites, which is also pretty short, is I have an addiction to being extremely lazy. So, you know, <laughs> being, being, being uh, the older part of Gen Z who has a phone and access to my own money, I like to DoorDash a lot. Just, mm, yeah. I don't know. Something about spending money instead of, like, doing things myself for free. I don't like. <laughs> um, yeah, I DoorDash a lot. And the thing is, is my cat, he vibes. He was, uh, oh my god, uh, there's this long-standing joke with my cat that he's not mine because I never wanted him. Um, essentially... My sister got to pick out her cat. My brother got to pick out his cat. When my mom went to go get mine, she went under the disguise of saying we were going to pick out a cat for a family friend. And so when we went, my mom was like, oh, what do you think of this cat? I was like, oh, yeah, he's all right. Like, he's cool, I guess. <laughs> but I wasn't, like, emotionally <laughs> attached to him because I thought he was going to be given away. So I was like, eh. <laughs> And then I saw him and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I didn't want this. I never asked for him. But, you know, whatever. So, essentially, when we first got him, he, more than, like, our other two cats, were... He was just really annoying. He had, like, this tendency to sneak outside, and he was really, really good at it, too. And so, flash forward to, like, three or four attempted escapes where he actually got outside and he came back, my mom just started throwing him outside every time she pissed him off, and that's how he became an outside cat. <laughs> so, he's pretty smart. Like, unfortunately, he is really, really smart. Like, he can tell which cars are ours. Like, he'll know based off of, like, me or my mom getting in and out of the car a few times or whatever. So, basically, he, he can recognize the cars. Um... But when he recognizes a car, he will jump on top of the hood and just sit there until we let him inside. <laughs> but you can kind of see where I'm going with this story. So for random DoorDashers, he does not go on top of their car. But he will, like, sit at the door and scream at them really, really loudly. <laughs> and he doesn't understand the 
concept that DoorDash drivers are not allowed inside the house. <laughs> and so he just gets really, really pissed off. And so <laughs> DoorDash drivers have to take pictures of all of our meals just to prove that, like, it ended up on our doorstep. So in almost ev- solid, like, 98% of our DoorDash photos, it's just him sitting next to the food <laughs> with the most pissed off face because the DoorDash drivers will not let him inside the house. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I really need to start saving them in, like, an album because they're pure gold. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. He's really funny. That's fantastic. <laughs> what about uh, you, Steven? Um, I have a different story, but I want to I wanna tell this one just because the topic of escape artists is really funny. Um, so about three years ago, my sister got, um, a dog that she wanted to train because she's a, a deputy sheriff and she just wanted to have one. Oh, like, like a canine? Kind of, yeah. Just have it trained in that aspect, but it wasn't like for a canine unit. It was just because she wanted to do oh. that with a dog. So, like, is he more of like an attack dog or like, but not necessarily like um, a drug <laughs> dog or anything? Oh, yeah. No, it's just kind of a, she, she's just kind of um, a oh, she's by your side kind of, yeah. <laughs> a glorified <laughs> seeing eye dog. <laughs> she's just kind of one of those. Um, well, when we first I like got her, how you say glorified seeing eye dog as if like <laughs> she pretends to be a seeing eye dog. You either are or you aren't. She she's just one of those like I'm I'm can be next to you and be fine and I'll protect you, but it's like not certified to be like canine. Or so anything. she's literally just an attack dog. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, she's also um husky pit bull, which is a uh, really interesting mix because huskies shed but pitbulls yeah. have really really small hair so it makes zero I sense I look intimidating but... <laughs> and have anxi- separation anxiety oh no it's awesome <laughs> but um anyways when we got her she was well when my sister got her she was like I don't know barely bigger than like you know three I don't know, a foot maybe I would say she was very small, very small dog. Um, but because of the pit bull, she got big pretty quickly, and the husky, she got big really quickly. So she's only like three years old now. But um, my sister was trying to like cage train her as far as like, hey, lights go out, you go in your cage, and you lay down. And then, um, and doing so, she did this to where like if she left for work in like the nighttime, she would you know have her go to her cage and whatnot and do all of that. But uh, like I, uh, I I mentioned this before, but this dog, this dog be smart. This dog, this dog knows what's going on. <laughs> she's 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 aware that when my sister is not in the room, she's not in the room, <laughs> and because right. of social that social anxiety and you know attachment issues, not being able to be alone by herself, she's just like, well, damn, I need to go figure out what she's doing. She's in a <laughs> metal cage, right? Those big dog metal cages. They have like the the solid wood or plastic bottoms or whatever, but it it's just a giant cage box. She tries to dig through the the through the cage just naturally. Tries to dig through the cage. She breaks the bottom part. 
yeah, she breaks the bottom part of like the plastic and and like kind of dents the dents the metal in like the corner, which is like the strongest part of it. And and, it has, <laughs> and has like ripped up some of the carpet in trying to do that. And I th I like to imagine that like she looked at the damage she did to like the corner of the cage and was just like, "Oh, so that's how this is going to be." Because the <laughs> next thing that the next damage that was done to the cage was that she broke the entire door of the cage. <laughs> it, like the door was almost completely off the kennel as how much she had just destroyed <laughs> that cage. She had ripped like the ripped one of the hinges and had like completely broken it and the other one was kind of dangling and opened the cage that way but the door was locked to the room like she was closed in the room so she was just like another obstacle i got this <laughs> <laughs> and once again tries to like dig a hole underneath the door to get to the other side um i don't know what happened i um because this is again at my sister's house and I, I like to, I like, I, I don't know exactly what happened with it. All I know is that my sister's house is, was built in, like, the 50s. So a lot of the things going on with it aren't, aren't up to, aren't really great. <laughs> it's like bad electrical, bad pipes, well, all that jazz. I don't know what this dog did, but water started to pour into my sister's room <laughs> from the floor from the hole that she dug in the floor <laughs> don't know what happened my sister came home after her night shift which was at three o'clock in the morning seeing her room kind of flooded with water carpet practically ripped off the floor and a cage in the corner that had been practically smashed to bits <laughs> and just the dog chilling there ankle deep in the water so happy to see her <laughs> and i just think of this as just like what happened? How, why? What? <laughs> what is wrong with this dog? Like, I get huskies are, you know, you know, they want people to be around, but damn, damn, she, she really just, she really just destroyed the entire universe in order to go stand next to my sister, who was like maybe five, ten feet away from her when she first left, when all of this at first started happening. Very determined. Yeah, it cost my sister like four thousand dollars to fix all the damages. Oh, that she did. It was expensive. It was oh, it was expensive. a lot. <laughs> she, she was not happy, <laughs> and then that dog could not figure out why. She was in trouble for quite some time. Oh, oh, dang, oh, <laughs> dang, oh. Well, uh, would you like to know why, uh, my, uh, my dog at my mom's house, his name's Moses, he's a German Shepherd, would you like to know why, uh, why, um, he's afraid of water? You know, that's so ironic. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest, that's, okay, I would love to know, because that's ironic. Um, so, when we first got Moses, um... He was at a shelter. They had, uh, they don't know where he belonged to originally. They just kind of, he just kind of, they don't know if he ran away or if he was like let go by his previous owners, but basically they kind of found him on the streets and they put him in like a shelter and whatever and we got him from there. And for context, like Moses, uh, he's, he's German Shepherd, but, uh, they, the people, we, uh, the shelter we got him from also believe he's mixed with, like, a Bernese, like, mountain dog or something, because he's a very uh, 
built German Shepherd. Like he's he's very large. He's just very he's he's a unit. <laughs> he's an absolute tank. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 very built. Um uh and and uh I I I don't know exactly what it was they did to him. I don't know if they if he if they had given him shots or they they had done some sort of operation. I don't know if he had been fixed already or not. That this might have been. No, actually, you know what? I don't think he had been fixed yet. So they had done that once we got him, and they had put him under some pretty heavy trucks. And uh, so while we were taking him home, you know, he was pretty he's pretty out of it. And oh. Uh, the house at my old, the old Folsom house that I used to have, uh, we had a pool there, and, uh, and just to kind of, you know, get him used to the house and stuff, we just, I mean, I mean, he was out of it, so he just was, you know, he, but he didn't, like, go lay down, he just kind of wanted to be up and moving still, so we just kind of took him around the backyard, just kind of let him get a feel for everything, and, uh, we, there, in the, the pool that we had, we had like a gate around it just for safety and whatever. Just does, yeah. Uh, so we let him inside the gate, just kind of let him just walk. Uh, and because there was also a grass area inside this gate, so that we just kind of let him inspect there. But uh, um, my uh, stepdad, who had been walking him around, uh, he, uh, I think he started kind of just cleaning stuff up around there while uh, while he was walking Moses around, but. Yeah, Moses is still kind of loopy, and uh, he's checking out the pool. And you know, as, like as dogs do, he kind of starts drinking it or whatever, or he or he tries to drink it. And uh, because he's so out of it, he like <laughs> he does the whole. He thinks he just needs this large body of water and doesn't. He I don't know if he thought it was like a shallow end or not, but he just he just. He just, he takes his front paws, he, like, puts it in, and he just falls forward. <laughs> this is, like, like an actual pool, right? Not, like, your yes. lawn pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and, like, we didn't see this happen, but, like, all we heard was just a big... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that definitely didn't come through Discord, because <laughs> it was, like... What is the noise you made? You made like a big sploosh is what you heard? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. it was a very just loud, just water explosion. Followed by the very just fast, just, you just hear, you just hear him just losing his like, Oh no. I, I can only imagine what was going through his head, because again, he's just out of it, and now all of a sudden, he's like submerged in this very just cool water, and he's just flipping out. Like, oh my he's, god. He's splashing everywhere, trying to get out, so we're like, oh, come here, Bob, like, come on. <laughs> like, direct them to the exit of the pool and um yeah we finally get him out and he's just like what the hell was that like, <laughs> like what <laughs> and, he jumped in and thought the seas would part and they didn't and he started to so we get him dried off and He's, he's okay, actually. He pretty much just 
he just goes to sleep after that. He's just he's so done. And um ever since then, like before if we sold the house and moved and stuff, like every time we were out there, he would not go near the pool. Even if like like we were just even if it because again with him being a German shepherd and mixed with like that mountain dog, his he had a very heavy coat. So it could be like ninety degrees outside and he he would not step anywhere near the water like and and we felt we just there's so many times where we try to like at least like pour some water on him just to cool him off and stuff because he won't go inside either he just likes being outside and he'll just bake in the sun whether it's good he it's good for him or not but <laughs> he just every single time like it was to a point to where if, like, we had food or something like that, because he's very food-motivated, too. Um, I also need to mention that. Like, he's, like, very food-motivated. statement of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was to a degree in which, like, if we had food and just kind of started walking by the pool, like, he would just kind of, like, start following and be like, nope. Nope, nope, like, <laughs> and he'd just, he'd just kind of like walk around, like, he would, if, if he was, you know, motivated enough, he would kind of just slowly start creeping his way over, but he, it, it <laughs> took so much, but to this day, yeah, he just, he, uh, Damn. he is not, yeah, I think the closest he's gotten to water is when we took him out to, like, uh, a lake one time and he actually kind of just i i don't know if it was just because the transition between land and water was more smooth but he at least you know stepped his paws in but if it's like a pool he he won't go nowhere near it i, I think he just <laughs> has yeah i genuinely think he has ptsd flashbacks from whenever he sees a pool because it's just specifically pools he will never go near now that's, yeah, that's unfortunate. Very ironic, considering your other dog, Max, likes to drink pool water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, yeah, Max, my other dog, Max, who's also a German Shepherd, I think that I must add, um, yeah, he loves water, he'll, he'll, uh, it's very funny, because he'll get in the water, and he'll get out, and then he'll purposefully find, like, another human or Moses, and then shake off the water right next to them. It, it makes my little sister very upset, because he likes to torment her, because I've noticed every time he has done, he already used to do that, uh, he would very specifically <laughs> seek out my sister and then shake off the water next to her. <laughs> but, um, wow, that's, yeah. wow, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Grace, do you have more? Do you have more pet stories? Let's see. Uh, this one's fairly recent. Uh, I went to my boyfriend's a couple of months ago. Um, we're long distance, but his mom uh, went to this homeowner show, and they ended up adopting a puppy who was like. A mix of husky German Shepherd and like three other things, but mostly she looks like a blonde husky with blue eyes. And that's adorable. Essentially, it, it was like a mutually agreed that like once we finish up college, the dog would be ours when we move out. Whether or not they're going to stay true to that promise, I do not know. But for this purpose, she will be referred to as my dog. <laughs> but essentially, 
when we first got her, we had to learn the hard way. She's a little too enthusiastic about the way she plays. And reason being is if you have very long hair, she will love you. And the reason wow. we found this out is because she clamped down really, really hard on my hair and started to rip it off my scalp. Fun. That, oh. Family yeah. bonding. <laughs> yeah, she proceeded to uh, grab as much as she could, like a mouthful, and then she would just like drag me away. And I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, chill. Which actually <laughs> this really is bad. mine now. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm jealous of your wig. <laughs> <I want laughs> your wig. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, oh my god. She also has a weird thing, because she, she likes to nip earlobes. I think she just kind of sees it, and she's oh, like, hey, yummy. Huh. <laughs> she's like, interesting. <laughs> wonder what that tastes like. So she's bit my earlobes, like, at least four or five times. Which, Dang. We, we do not love that. I, I don't we know do what not. you would. <laughs> yeah, so that's funny. Um, I also have this dog named Charlie, and he is the oldest pet that we have. I think we got him when I was about five or six, so he's about maybe 12 now. 12, going on 13. So he, he's, he's an older boy now, but he's still a good dog. But when he was young, me and my siblings were young, too. So, essentially... We used to bring them to the park. Emphasis on used to. Oh. Um, oh no. <laughs> I wonder where this goes. <laughs> you'd think this would be a story about another dog or a person, but no. <laughs> Essentially, um, at the time we had two dogs. Obviously, Charlie, and then another much smaller dog, Lucy, um, who was like a little terrier. And, um, yeah, Lucy was small, so she was easy to manage, and I think I was walking her with my mom, and so, but I complained about everything, so I was like, Mom, I don't want to walk the dog. So she gave the leash uh, for Charlie to my younger sister, Madeline, and was like, you know what, just walk him around, he'll be, uh, like, he'll be fine. Just like, you know, I gotta deal with your sister. She's being annoying. <laughs> Not in those words, but you know. And essentially, my mom, you know, walks over to me. And of course, right as my mom is distracted, Charlie sees a squirrel in the distance. And naturally, he's like, what the hell is that? Right? Like it's a staring match. And then all of a sudden the squirrel's like really, really uncomfortable. So he starts running away. To which my dog is like, I don't think so. <laughs> so he proceeds to run after the squirrel. But my sister is so small, she can't stop him. So he's dragging oh. through the park on a leash <laughs> through mud puddles. Like, I swear to God, like, she's, like, imagine, just, like, she's, like, face down being dragged through a park through mud puddles. And I remember <laughs> when my mom caught up, 
she had mud all over her clothes and her face, and she was crying profusely. Oh my god! (laughs) 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 We never took them to the park again after that. Just (laughs) yeah, that's. I don't think it was really worth it to my sister. That doesn't sound like it was worth it. I have one about um, a dog that. I used to own we my family well my grandmother had a dog that had um triplets uh and we we were just like I don't know why I say oh wow because usually there's multiple dogs in a litter (laughs) so well I mean alright um so we got three three pups and um Shortly after the mom had passed away, I don't remember from what, I think she got sick from giving birth, but, um, so we had these three pups and, you know, we had to breastfeed them and everything because, you know, they didn't have any other method of doing that. Uh, one of them passed away early and it was rough because it was like, I don't know, during bottle feeding, couldn't understand, like, well, I wouldn't say couldn't understand, its body wouldn't, like, function in the part where, like, it would you know, be breastfed and not breathe in all of the milk it was being breastfed. So oh. it, it was rough. The other two grew up to be the biggest sibling rivals you've ever seen in your life. Um, we kept, my family kept one of them, and then my grandma kept the other one. Now, for the record, my grandmother is blind, and she's also like, she was also like, I don't know, four nine, four ten. <laughs> she's a really small, small person. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, these dogs were German Shepherd Black Lab mixes. They're big dogs. <laughs> They're real big dogs. So um, the the male of the two, uh, his name was Max, and he uh, went with my grandmother, and we kept our dog Gracie, and she was um, a lot thinner than he was. Uh, that's also because why is that sus? I don't know. Dogs with people names, especially people names that are close to my name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so we, we kept, we kept Gracie and she was a lot smaller than Max was. Max got a lot of German Shepherd in him, uh, and Gracie was almost, like, completely black lab based off of, like, appearance. I was? Um, yes, you were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would never call you Gracie, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, only a couple of friends call me that, but if you Could start calling me ever. Grace... You start calling me Grace right off the bat, it's really awkward. Yeah, I could not ever. But <laughs> anyways, I don't remember the instance in which this needed to happen. But for some reason, we needed to leave. Oh, okay, so Gracie had managed to, you know, get out a lot. We have a big backyard, and she had managed to get out into the front yard so many times and just get out no matter what she was also kind of an escape artist she also had like a really good bond with my older brother matt and um and you could tell that she preferred matt over everyone else because the reason she would escape would be to sit in front of his parking spot and wait till he got home she wouldn't like go off and explore she would just go out in the front yard and sit in the lawn right where matt would park and just wait just wait for him to come home 
we had to do so many things to keep this dog inside the backyard that eventually we were just like, you know what, screw it. We're putting her inside. We kept, we didn't keep them inside because they would just shit profusely all over the floor for wanting to go oh. outside and see Matthew. So they would just take it out on our floor and shit everywhere. <laughs> and we used to have carpet, so it's, you know, that, that don't bode well. But we we even took this old playhouse that my brothers and I used to used to um, be in, and we turned it into like a really big dog kennel for her. She would get out every day. It would be a new way every day, and we would have to readjust and uh, and reinforce that kennel uh, in order to like keep her in. <laughs> and it's it was so annoying to do and that's why we just gave up and just did whatever but i think the last thing that we tried before we gave up was we took her to uh, my grandmother's who would keep track with uh, of her and whatnot but like i said the two dogs have like this sibling rivalry i i think it's more of just the fact that like max really loved people and he especially loved like my brothers and i uh but we never got to see him that much, so when he did see us, he would be, like, super excited to see us. And I feel like he was the same way towards Gracie, except she wasn't having it. She did not like the energy. And, um, on, like, a Monday afternoon when we, when we had dropped her off, my mom got a call from my grandmother that she couldn't find Gracie. Which, immediately, my mom went, Mom, you're blind, of course. <laughs> 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 but she was like, no, she's not here. I, I like, she's definitely not here. My mom shows up and yeah, no, she's not there. My mom was like, oh, you weren't kidding. Oh, uh, <laughs> my, and we had no idea what happened. My grandma had said that like, she heard Gracie barking and it sounded like that it was coming from outside the fence, but she was also on the other side of her yard, so she had no idea where it was. She just knew that she was barking and kind of just told her to stop because, you know, she lives in the middle of uh, downtown Carson, so there was a lot of people just roaming around. Of course, she's going to bark at them and whatnot. Um, and then after a while, she just stopped hearing her. My dog had, you know, hopped the three, four-foot chain-link fence and had just left, wasn't having, wasn't having it with Max, and just took off. We couldn't find her for four days. She had just been roaming around, whatnot. We had no idea what happened. She had just been gone. What, and we were looking all over every single day, was just like, after school, we explored all, every inch of Carson City looking for this dog, putting up things, asking people everywhere if they've seen, and we were having no luck. And we're just all kind of like sitting there, just like, where where could she have gone? And after uh, four days, so uh, it started on Monday, like Friday afternoon, almost the same time, we show up back at our grandma's, look at, going again, getting ready to look around for her. She's just chilling in the yard. She's just sitting there. She had just pulled a disappearance act and had just vanished off the face of the earth for four days just to come back and sit there in the yard. And we have no idea where she went. No one saw her. My grandma didn't know she was in her yard, but again, she's blind, so we can't really put that against her. Had no idea where she went, what she was doing, but she came back after 
four days and just kind of sat in the yard again. I don't know what my dog Max did to piss her off so much. <laughs> she ghosted everyone for four days. But, oh my god. The only thing that we know that happened while she was gone is that some way, somehow, she had an encounter with a grown man that was not good. Because beforehand, she was fine around people. Once we got her back after that, she could not be next to an adult male. Like, even my dad really freaked her out. So something happened to her. We have no idea. She doesn't like men anymore, though. <laughs> oh. But it's like, I don't know where you went, dog. <laughs> Why you? I don't. You, why you? Why you wait four days to come back though? I was worried. That was terrifying. Jeez. No, that was not a fun time. But you know what? Thinking back of it now, it's just really funny to think about the fact that she just up and vanished and like just basically went invisible for four days and then came back and was just like, "Guys, I've been here the whole time. What do you mean?" I've just been chilling here. Day. Right. Yeah. I feel like most of my funny stories um, end up being around my cats for some reason. I just feel like that's because, like, dog personalities tend to be a little more predictable. That's where fair. Where cats are just kind of, like, annoying, and they're either, like, hot or cold, like, yeah. just depending completely on their mood. And so, essentially, this is fairly recent. I have a cat named Roger who is... My sister's cat. He was the first cat we ever got. He's a sweetheart. Personally, the family favorite. Like, we love him so much. He's about, like, 10 years old. I think he was the second pet we got. Because we got Charlie first. And then we got, um... And then we got, uh... Roger. And my mom has admitted that Roger was kind of like an emotional support cat for my sister. Because she was a very stressed out child. <laughs> but, uh... He's he's not too old. He's about he's about like ten or eleven, so he's kinda like middle aged, but he's not like an old man or anything. Well, I guess maybe he is, but I'll continue on. So essentially lately or we had noticed that he wasn't eating and he wasn't really like interested in in like any sort of active activity. He was very lethargic. He wasn't really there. And so we had procrastinated on taking him to the vet because we kind of figured if we brought him in, he would probably have to be put down. But it got to the point where he was like so skinny. You could see his hips like he just wasn't eating at all. And he was just so tired all the time. So we're like, okay, now that the holidays are over and we had a COVID scare too. So once once we were cleared and... um. And the holidays were over. We brought him into the emergency vet. This obviously took a really, really long time. So it was pretty much like an all-day thing of us waiting. Um, because of COVID, we were waiting in the car, but still. Uh, so essentially, after a long time of waiting, they essentially come out. And they're like, okay, so he's obviously the sweetest cat we've ever met. Like, he's so kind, very loving. He had no problem with any of the tests because a lot of the cats tend to hiss and claw during you and know, just examinations. Flip their shit, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Normally they flip their shit, but he was not that way at all. He was super kind, super cuddly, and just all the vets like loved him. Like he was super sweet, and they could not emphasize that enough. 
And essentially they tell us, okay, so essentially he has an extreme thickening of the stomach. Normally, like, some antibiotics or something would help him. But obviously, like, that's not really going to work. Um, essentially, they said it could be caused by a few things, like two that I don't really remember. Either way, they said, like, neither option was probably going to be perfect. And um, along the lines of they're like, he's not eating, so we can kind of give him, like, an anti-nausea medication that'll work for about, like, 24 hours. He should have more of an appetite, but there's not really anything more we can do other than that. We can give you antibiotics. And that might work, but if that doesn't, then the odds of him, like, you know, getting better are, like, pretty much slim to none. And so, essentially, we were like, well, you know, I know it's impossible, but what are the odds that, like, he'll be fine and everything will go away? And she said, realistically, less than 5%, not even. And essentially, she had said that she didn't feel that he was, like, in an intense amount of pain or anything and that he could totally come home with us and you know like we could make him comfortable or if we feel like he's in a lot of pain they could bring him back and reevaluate and see if he needs to be put down so essentially we kind of like make our peace with it and unfortunately me and my sister are both in college so we have to like leave my sister um and i both live away from home so we kind of like you know, spend a lot of time with him for that weekend, and then we go back. Flash forward to a few months later, this fucker gives no shit. He's fine. <laughs> he's eating normally again. He gains weight again. He's chilling. He's vibing. He's literally pissing off my dogs for fun. He just said, like, dying doesn't wow. really seem like my forte. Like, I tried it, didn't really like it. Never mind. Wow. Yeah, so he's still alive. He's vibing. Hey. Dang. Yeah, he really just said, yeah, never mind. Dang. We gave him no medications. We did nothing. He just started getting better. It was just like, mm, don't think so. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. So, he's chilling. Fantastic. Um, yeah, you thought yeah, that was going to be sad. He said not today. <laughs> he really said Uno reverse card. <laughs> oh jeez. Do you have any real quick stories, Brandon? Uh, I do have a quick one, but do we do we have time or depends on what your definition of quick is. Uh I, it's quick because I uh I'll, I'll let you beautiful right. um <laughs> So what's interesting about this one is uh we did not see this unfold. This story is told through the footprints in snow. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah. So, my uncle and has, or, well, he sat, uh, my uncle had a dog, um, who sadly passed away a little bit ago, but it, he was a, uh, he was a Vichel. I don't know if you know what that kind of dog looks like, but, uh, his name was Bo, and we used to let, uh, Jackson go over to my uncle's house, and my, my uncle lives in Carson, and he, we would let him just kind of, We'd just let take Jackson over to my uncle's house and let him play with Bo and stuff, and they were buddies. He Bo was like the one of the few dogs that Jackson was actually like buddies with. Like, and so it this this happened on a night. I think it was a relative's birthday or something. So we were over at like my grandma's or something when this happened. But it was like 
basically nighttime and it it had snowed pretty good so there was a lot of snow packed on the ground out in my uncle's backyard but essentially i go with my dad and my uncle to go pick up jackson and we just kind of take him uh we just kind of go outside to start talking all of a sudden we notice that there's human footprints in the backyard like that are not ours and uh what we basically gather, long story short, is that someone had jumped my uncle's front fence and had started walking in the backyard. And you could see his footsteps. He was at a walking pace. And then, all of a sudden, you see the footprints slowly start getting farther apart. And then, <laughs> up until the point, you see the footprints are like like, a couple feet, like, several feet away from each other as if this intruder had started going into a full-on sprint until you also <laughs> see Jackson and Bo's footprints right <laughs> So, what we gather from this is this guy, this guy or whoever decided to jump the fence was just kind of just cruising through my uncle's backyard. And he must, I mean, obviously Jackson and Bo must have heard him and started barking. And he probably, or they probably, like, they probably heard him. And, like, it's, so, yeah, obviously that explained the footprint. So he starts sprinting, obviously, right? And what was funny about this is it comes to a point where the footprints are still fairly far apart from each other. But then you go to a mound of snow and you just see, like, an, like, you just see just, a human imprint on the on the snow. Did he like <laughs> face plant? Yeah, like <laughs> the, like the footprints start going up the hill, and then you just see like the the remains of an absolute wipeout. Like this person was obviously <laughs> in such an adrenaline rush from the dogs that were chasing them that they just freaking biffed it <laughs> oh my god that's fantastic and, and you can see in the snow like not claw print but just the handprints of this person trying to dig himself dig himself up like <laughs> trying to get up and then you see the footprints go towards the fence and then again on the other side of the fence just an impact spot <laughs> of where Damn. <laughs> and you and you can see Jackson and Bo's footprints just in the snow, and it was the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal. That was yeah. that was amazing. They did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah they're they're good boys. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, wrap this back up. It was a, a real interesting bits of you know animal stuff i'm sure that there are more stories that would resurface but we should we should be on time this time yeah. <laughs> we should stick to that hey brandon <laughs> no 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 don't do it. why don't not do it. why not why do you why do you not like going first so much I, cause I go first all the time. I don't know. Change it up a bit. But I mean, I'll go first. I'll go first if you want me to. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. But I just say, just. Change, I mean, let's feel like... it up, Steven, You go first. I was just gonna say, I'll, I'll do it while you're having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, 
at the end of the episode, all of us, we vote on who's going to be the third wheel. And I usually make Brandon go first. If you want to see that happen, watch literally every other episode except this one and the last one. Because I make well, Brandon let, go let first people, every time. What do people decide if they want me to go <laughs> first? Then, then I'm more willing to go first. I don't know. I feel like the more you resist going first, the more people are going to want you to go first. <laughs> I uh, this is, is a tough one. Because while I do love... I do love the, the the irony of a dog being named Moses who's afraid of water, uh, and I love I love just the cat photobombing every DoorDash delivery that has ever existed. <laughs> I love that so much. Hilarious. I don't know. This is a tough one. I think. I do agree. I think this is a tough decision. I think purely because of the last story that Grace told, I'm gonna have to go with you, Brandon. The cat saying Uno reverse card to death is so funny. Literally just being like, I'd rather not. Literally, <laughs> she said living. that there was literally less than 5%, and we didn't even give him any medications, and he was just like, oh, I don't know. Like, literally, it wasn't, like, phantom whatever. He literally had, like, an extreme thickening of the stomach to the point where, like, the veterinarian was like, we have never seen it this bad. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) He was just like, what sickness? (laughs) I I don't need, I don't need sickness. (laughs) Yeah, I think purely for, you know, pulling, pulling a, (laughs) pulling a 180, just being like, guys, I'm fine. I think I'm gonna have to vote for you, Brandon. Uh, I, I do have to agree with you there. I, well, I mean, aside from, you know, the whole, like... Does that mean you're going to vote for yourself? Cat, <laughs> <Grace> is, no. <laughs> aside from Grace's cat, like, saying, like, no to death, like, I I also did find the door test. So I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, like, visually picture in my mind what the pictures would look like. Like, you just oh, see yeah. the food in the yeah. bathroom. Dude, he the has resting bitch face. I swear. He Dude. looks so mad in, like, every photo. Well, it's like, I... I do actually work for DoorDash, so I just imagine having experiencing, like, being in that experience of, like, the Dasher who shows up and just, like, this cat's in the way. Cat kind of won't move one out guy of the who, way. like, refused to leave. I don't know about you guys, but I hate it when DoorDashers stick around, because, like, I just want to grab my food. I don't want conversation with you. I don't want you to see me. Oh, yeah, me. right? <laughs> but... Essentially, there's this one guy who, like, refused to leave because he kept insisting he thought the cat was going to eat the food. And I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> was he's like, going to make sure you go away. <laughs> he does this I, to everybody. Leave. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't stand there because, one, I don't get paid for the delivery until I leave. <laughs> I have to mark the delivery over, and that means not talking to the person I who I deliver to. I think a lot of people, to. like, want five stars that they'll try and do stuff like that though yeah but people don't want to talk to you so i get five stars by leaving (laughs) by doing my job i get five stars to anybody who just literally drops it off and leaves like you don't even look for your next like like you don't even look for your next order you just drive off yep just just go away (laughs) anyways all all that being said though like i said this was a tougher decision but i i do think i i'm gonna have i'm gonna vote you steven i like i said i i I, I did love the fact that 
I did love the fact that your dog was an escape artist, but I think the cat stories were... <laughs> Which also, one? <laughs> I'm just saying both of them, but yeah. I definitely think that this should have got, come down to Grace making the decision. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the best, that's the hmm. best decision. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Let's let's recall the stories. Quick recap. So Unless Steven you had yourself. <laughs> yeah. Steven Make it a time. did something. Uh there was property damage. Uh there was property damage and he just disappeared for like days. For Brandon, his dog almost died. And uh Jackson Got mauled by a skunk, and then mm. mauled the skunk, and then murdered the absolute <laughs> shit out of it. <laughs> and, and and then Jackson worked with Bo to chase out an intruder. Oh yeah, and then some Home Alone <laughs> instance happened. I'm gonna do something interesting. Are you gonna like oh. spin a wheel or flip a coin? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something unexpected here. I'm a, I'm gonna vote for myself. What? Okay, wait. What? And the reason for that being is because I spoke of cats while you guys spoke of dogs. Because honestly, I feel like nobody was really the third wheel between you two. The only thing I can really think of is like me, because I was talking about like cats, and you guys like. We're talking more about behavior stuff, but, like, my funniest story was literally just the fact that my cat was pissed off. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I would have I oh. would have told, like, a crab story, but that's another escape artist story, <laughs> but I, we don't have time uh, for that, so I didn't want to so, step into that. So yes, this... which means that everybody here loses. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you making a- are, are you- are you making a case for yourself to be the third real thing? <laughs> Brandon, are we gonna pretend that you haven't done that like three times? What do you mean? Don't worry about it. I but love this so much. <laughs> this is so funny. How does this work then? I have no idea. <laughs> we all just do what we did in the first episode. We all mutually agree we on find, a topic. We find some topic, or we mutually agree on a topic. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I guess yeah, so. Or... <laughs> That's so um, fucking funny. <laughs> well, <laughs> Everyone uh, loses, I guess. I don't know how to comprehend how funny I think that is. Actually, I feel like the I. I mean, it's unsatisfying. If, 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 we're, if we're all the third wheel, but then the, does that really make us the third? It wheel? It makes Brandon like, the third wheel loser. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But then it also makes you and Steven the third wheel. No, yeah, I but think it's funnier the, because you're the third wheel. I think in the tie situation, it means that literally none of us could have been the third wheel. And that's kind of the point that Grace was making, was that, like, I don't know, there's not really, not really much to go about because it's funny information. Yeah, I feel like we were all equally funny. Which means no one was the third wheel, which makes everybody the third wheel. Yeah, the viewers are the third wheel. Yeah, everyone listening, you're the third wheel for. <laughs> oh my god. Well, normally in this instance, we would have a, a loser speech, but I'm not gonna have both of you give a speech and then have me give a speech because that's that's gonna take too much time. We we laughed. 
we yeah. bad words. We lost. Two pets almost died. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> two yeah. pets disappeared. Two pets almost died, and then there was one cat just kind of glaring at the rest of the world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, um, this has been the first ever tie for uh, for <laughs> for third wheel. It's uh, it's it's weird. It's awkward. It's uh, it's interesting, but we will figure out what happens next week. <laughs> it's as awkward as uh, you could say a third wheel is, huh? You're funny. <laughs> You're so funny, Brandon. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, <laughs> that is that is gonna wrap up today's episode of you know interesting pet stories. If you're listening on YouTube, drop comments of your funny pet stories. If you're listening anywhere else, well, I guess you don't have that privilege. Go go subscribe to our YouTube, and then you can do that. Uh, like, we're gonna see go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're listening on anywhere other than YouTube, fuck you. <laughs> no, but uh, it's seriously. Speaking uh, of the YouTube channel, though, go subscribe. Oh, yeah. Even if you don't listen on our YouTube channel, go subscribe. <laughs> follow us on whatever podcast streaming platform we're on, and follow us on socials. And just Instagram. Oh yeah, at the beginning. Do those, do those emails, send those emails, because we would love to have you. And, yeah, make sure you're following us anywhere, everywhere, because, you know, I have no idea where I would upload bloopers. I might just pick one and stick to it. So that might be an exclusive thing. If you're listening to that, you get, like, special blooper stuff. Good for you. Good job. You're listening to the right podcast. Anyways. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll wrap us up. There's nothing wrong with being the third wheel. There's no one who is the third wheel today, and I feel like that is the problem. We don't have an actual third wheel today. Well, We're all the third wheel. I guess that's true. We're all losers. There's Anyways. nothing wrong with being the third wheel, except for when you don't have one and you have no one to make fun of. Except for when it's everyone. <laughs>